Welcome to I'm Not 20 Anymore, the podcast for women 30 plus. This is the place to gather the info you need to know, need to learn, and need to grow. Hello, girl. Welcome to I'm Not 20 Anymore. If you is your first time listening, thank you so much. If you have listened continuously, I appreciate your support and Thank you for taking out the time in your day to listen to I'm Not 20 Anymore podcast, the place where women over 30 realize the things that we go through over 30 and we talk about it and we heal from it and we grow from it. So today, nevertheless, I am talking about dating over 30. Okay, dun, dun, dun. Now, I probably will revisit this topic again with a relationship expert at some point this year but right now I want to talk about it from my personal perspective and then weigh in with an expert in relationships like anyone's ever an expert in relationships but someone professional um, I will have on the show and we'll talk about that so stay tuned for more so the lovely dating over 30 yikes Truly, I have a lot of friends, not a lot, a lot, but I have a few friends that are still single and they're over 30 um, and or just dating uh, and they're over 30 as well as myself who is still single and I'm well over 30. Um, And the reason why I chose this topic is, you know, it's a new year. And most people in New Year's have all these declarations of all the things that they're going to do and change. And I want to get out there more or I want to start online dating. I don't know if online dating is it. Um, I've tried it a few times and then I was just like, this is so corny. Um, <laughs> and... I felt stupid and then it was just like the the people, the men that were coming up were like old or they were young, but it nobody was my type, honestly, and not even my type because I want to um change that saying type like what used to be my type when I was 20 was is definitely not the type now. And it's important when you're dating to kind of talk about that or not even talk about that, but like write that down. Who are you looking for now? Because as women, we can be picky in a lot of different areas. And you're like, I want this man to come sweep me off my feet. And that horse and carriage story, although it does happen, I'm not going to say it doesn't happen, but it doesn't happen for everyone. And so it's important that you write down what you're looking for in a man, what you're looking for in a man, what you want from a man, um, what is his characteristics and qualities that you want from him. I know men that I've dated in the past, all I wanted was them to be nice, take me out for dinners, spend quality time with me, um, you know, give me attention and, and just be there, conversate, you know, having a good communication with me. And of course, you know, looking good 
and having a, a personality and all of that good stuff. And I wanted that. Um, I don't say that I don't want that now. I do want him to be a little pleasing on the eyes. Um, but I'm not as particular. Well, I don't want him to be completely like ugly. <laughs> to my, in my opinion, ugly. Not maybe your opinion, but my opinion, ugly. But I, but now I really look at it as I want, I want him to just be really caring, being a, a man that's fearful of God, uh, a man that puts, that understands what he needs to prioritize and put first, but also recognize when I do need that attention and I do need that affection and I do need that love. I want him to be there and I want him to be an active participant in who I am at, because I want to be an active participant in who he is because we are whole individually and we are together we're like a force to be reckoned with and I know it's not going to be the perfect but listen you do have to speak those things okay and you do have to say you know you desire a man with a job a man that knows how to take care of his business a man that or is entrepreneur and he's driven and he's but he you know, a man that doesn't have 15 kids and, or you might want a man that, you know, has the opposite, but regardless of what you want, you have to say it and you have to be clear about it because you just be like, I just want a man to just love me and care for me. Okay. He's going to love you and care for you, but he is not going to lift a finger. He is not going to help you. He's not going to help with the overall household of bills and things that needs to be paid, responsibilities. He can still be a kid. He's playing video games at 50. Come on, I'm being honest. Um, and so you have to be clear about what it is that you want because, and not high sedity. Here's what I want. He must have, he must make uh, $300,000 a year and he has to wear suits every day and my man got to be sharp and he got to know how to have fur and he got to um, talk that slang and he got to be hood and he got to be, <laughs> and I'm laughing, but in all honesty, I know that sometimes we all have the mentality of how we want him to be, but then we don't look at ourselves to say, well, are we able to measure up to what our man want us to be too? Because that's important. Like, are you a chatterbox? You know, are you super needy where you need him for everything? You can't do anything by yourself. You can't go nowhere. You can't go to the grocery store. You can't do anything. And so it's important that, you know, not only are we looking at just what we want from him, but we have to evaluate ourselves, especially being single. What does he want from us? You know, do I pay my bills on time? Do I know how to balance a checkbook? Do I know how to make sure my responsibilities are taken care of? Am I put, taking care of my business right now? So when he comes along, we're going to be good because he's going to even out what I don't, what I don't have, um, 
the strength to do or he's going to be able to be it's a yin and yang kind of thing where we're just fitting together because he's stronger in certain areas and I'm stronger in other areas and we work together in doing that but are you a good communicator or do you shut down so when he's ready to talk because we always have this stigma this this um that men don't don't know how to talk or don't know how to communicate rather but I believe and I have experienced men that actually know how to express themselves when they have an issue and they want to be honest and they want to share what's going on with them. Not all men are like that, but there are some and there are women that don't like to communicate and don't like to be honest and say, you know what, I was wrong in this area. You know what, let's sit down and talk about this because I didn't know that it affected you so much when I said X, Y, and Z. And a lot of times we don't want to hear that because it's like, well, you did that to me. So I get to say what I want, when I want, how I want. But it's like, no, you need to sit back and evaluate your actions and what you said. I hope I hope you're following me and you're getting this because I do desire to have a man that has all these great qualities, but I know he's not Jesus and he's not perfect. So he's going to come with some flaws. He's going to come with some past. He's going to come with some old issues, but he knows how to move past that and look forward. And I might have some old issues, some old things that I have had to let go of because I don't want to bring that into my new relationship and my new, you know, just newness of what I want to create with this person that I don't want to make a mistake that I have in the past. And sometimes I sit back and I think about past relationships that I've been in and this is just being, you know, really transparent with you on this this podcast today. Um, just sitting back and thinking about the past relationships that I've had. And I'm like, I kind of screwed that one up. Like, it could have been better if I would have just adjusted. Or if I didn't get an attitude every time he wanted something out of me. But it was okay for him, for me to get what I wanted from him. Or, you know, if I had a different mindset, if I was more mature in certain areas, I would have been able to nip things in the bud when it came to when it happened. If I would have communicated better, then I would have been able to say what I wanted during that time. And I know a lot of times you don't think you did anything wrong. You don't think you're the one that had the issue. You don't think that... um. There's nothing wrong with you now, but you have to ask yourself, you know, what role did I play in the past relationships that did not go the way that they should have gone? And what do I not want to bring into a new relationship? Or heck, you might be in a relationship right now that is horrible that 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 you're craving for attention you're craving to be with that person and they are focused on their career they're focused on maybe they have kids they're focused on their dream they're focused on their passion they're focused on everything else and they can't see you 
but there's still a chance for that to be repaired. It just takes you being able to properly assess and communicate the right way instead of yelling or screaming because maybe that's the only way you know how to get that out. But there's other ways to do it. And sometimes we don't like to involve the right people in our relationship. And you got to hear this one. Sometimes we like to talk to people that we feel comfortable with about our relationship or about what the guy is doing to us. But we don't want to talk to the people that are actually people we should be sharing so they can say, no, girl, you're wrong. No, you handled that wrong. Not the one that's always agreeing with you. And they're, they're justifying your actions because they going through the same thing or they never had a good relationship in their entire life, but somehow they became this advice counselor overnight. And now they're on the phone with you telling you that you're right and everything that you did is right and you played no wrong part in it. Girl, that is not the truth. That is far from the truth. So sometimes you have to be, you have to have discretion in who you're telling your business to and who you're sharing it with because everybody's not for your relationship at all. Let's go there. And then some people just want to, misery loves company. So some people want to just see the relationship fail. Or or don't want to be brutally honest with you to tell you that you're wrong. So that's why you got to sit and really think about, you know, your actions and how you could get, get better, whether you're in a current relationship or whether you have had a past relationship and you don't want to take the, some of the same things, some of the same insecurities where every time your man leave the house, You blowing up his phone because you think that he's out there doing something because you've been cheated on so many times, either by that person or by previous people. And now your trust issues are through the roof and you can barely trust him. But trust is earned and he has to earn your trust and you have to be patient with the process of what that looks like. And that's not easy at all. You know, um, so in this, this whole dating thing, it's like, I don't want to spill all of that to the person that I'm dating right away, but I do want to be honest because listen, there's nothing wrong with going out and getting a, a nice meal and a conversation and a laugh and some smiles. But you know if that's the person that you want to go on a second date with or not. It's kind of like that game show. Um, What was it? Love Connection. I love that show. I don't know. if I think it's a newer version that came on. I know it's in the U.S. Um, um, where they play Love Connection. But now there's probably so many different similar shows out. And the Love Connection is to pair you up with two people. I mean, well, pair two people up. And you get to go on a date with two different people. And then you get to choose which date you like the best and who you would go out with. And I always thought that was so cool because they got to go out, free meal, laugh, talk. And they may have liked both of them. But one of the guys always stood out. Or one of the girls for the guys always stood out. And then they would choose one of them. Or sometimes it's like, I don't want to be with either of them. They were horrible. But I say that to say that 
it's nothing wrong with going out on a date. If you have good intentions of knowing that this is just a date, I'm just checking the water to see if there's somebody I would go out on a second date with, not sleep with, not bring over to your house, not go to his house, but I just want to go and have a nice meal and some laughter because it's been a long time. For me, especially, I have not been in a relationship in a few years um, by choice. (laughs) And in that, I have really been spending some time just seeing who I am, what I like, what what I'm good at, what, what, uh, what I want to attract for a man to look at me as attractive, not physically only, but other qualities of myself and kind of having more self-love than anything, making sure that I'm loving on me. So I am confident when I go into the next relationship and he knows that I know who I am and where I'm going. Um, and I think that that's really key and it's really important. Um, but there's nothing wrong with going out on a date just to have some additional company, you know, but Ultimately, your goal is to date and and date with a purpose of eventually it turning into something. Um, I am going to talk about just a little bit and even this isn't a dating thing, but so you're dating someone and you have uh, a great connection you go out on a few more dates, you decide that you guys are going to be exclusive and this is going to be your man, uh, not husband yet, but your man. And you get to know each other and you get to learn about one another. And then one person says, let's live together. After, let's say this is after a year. And what do you do? Do you go and live with that person or do you decide, no, I can't live with you. Let me, you know, why are you not marrying me? Now, here's what I want to say about that. I have in the past lived with someone and have not been married to them. Would I do that again? I definitely would not do that again because it gives people the open or opportunity to just date you forever. Well, I know there's a lot of mixed opinions on that. And that is actually another topic that I will not go into on this episode, but I I want to have some, another guest with an opposing opinion so we can really talk about it. Uh, because I think that that is important, important and really, um, vital for just what you do now. So we're going to talk about that. That's, that's another topic. And I'm going to have a guest on the show to talk with me about that. So definitely, um, stay tuned for that. But back to this whole dating scene. So in reality, it is key that you go on dates, that you see what you like out there. Listen, it's not easy. I am over 30 and finding people, it's like, where do you find people? Am I going to go in a grocery store? Am I going to go in Home Depot? Am I going to be in the airport? But you got to be optimistic these days because you don't know where you're going to find them, but you don't want to, you want to be unapproachable. 
I find that a lot. I have been told in the past that I um, seem unapproachable. So men don't approach me and ask me to go on a date or I don't even know how they do it anymore. Like, it's so crazy. It's such a foreign world to me. So, but I'm so curious. And if you're listening to this and you want to chime in, like message me, let me know. What are you what are your thoughts? Like, do pe- do men still like, hey, can I get your number? Does that still happen? I know I sound so old and corny, but I, I really don't know what that process is like anymore because I think it's so much harder because of the pressure of social media and all the supermodels and just the different you know, non-reality things that happen today where people just don't know how to even approach people because you're used to liking pics and sending hearts and memes and everything else that it's like, how do you do men even approach women now? Is it through conversation or am I just going to have to wait till I'm in a workplace to, to, for my, you know, to connect with my husband or, or just to connect with someone to go on a date with and have a great meal. Um, <laughs> but I feel like when you get older, you desire more. And, and I don't want to be single forever, but I don't want to sit around on the internet clicking yes, no, yes, no. <laughs> Maybe, you know, waiting for that person on the internet to reach out when I'm already on the internet. I'm on social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I mean, come on. So I feel like he should find me there instead of me going onto a special dating site. I mean, unless you guys know some good special dating sites, I don't really see the point of it. And I know there's stories out there that have been good, but I haven't experienced that yet. (laughs) Um... So it's hard, but don't give up. My message today is don't give up. If you are over 30 and you are still single, whether you have children, you're a single mother, and you're out here working and grinding and doing the best that you can do, keep going, keep doing it. And if you're single with no children, which that's I fall in that category, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop giving up hope on love and finding the right individual but I'm also not gonna to stop living and doing what I gotta get done for me in the process so this this uh this podcast this episode was really just to say listen it ain't easy out here being over 30 dating but don't give up keep the hope keep the faith keep believing you know and put yourself out there Also, so if you are into certain things, go live, go on social media and and put yourself out there because you don't know who's looking for you, but you're hiding in the corner or you're hiding at work or you're hiding in your house every Friday and Saturday night. So they can't find you. I know I'm guilty of it. And I said to myself this year, 2019, I don't want to be in a place where I'm unfound, like unfindable. I don't know if that's a word. So if all my grammar people, if that's not a word, it's okay. (laughs) Whatever. I want to be found. I want to be found, but I want to be found by the right people. Not, not the people that I'm like, oh boy, (laughs) 
But at the same time, you know, I am always down for a dinner and a meal and a great conversation that can lead to something or can lead to nothing. But you don't know unless you try. So I hope this has blessed you. As always, stay tuned to next week's episode. And I got some goodies for February that I'm hoping to book some new um people with me to to kind of talk about some things that I'm passionate about and they're passionate about even more and um so share like follow uh write a review tell me how you like it if you think there's some other topics that you'd like to hear about by all means um message me dm me whatever contact me on social media pages under I'm not 20 anymore All right, until next time, peace. Well, that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, laughed a little, and most importantly, learned a lot so that you can apply it in your week. If you're not already, please follow me on I'm Not 20 Anymore on Instagram and on Facebook. And don't forget to share this great information with your friends and family. Until next time, stay blessed, keep growing, and live every day fulfilled because, girl, you are not 20 anymore.